All right. So uh, welcome to BSing with Sean K. I'm your host, Sean Neese. Uh, today, my guest is uh, Angelica Vargas, or uh, she's also known as Angelica Valkyrie of the band uh, Flames of Fury. So uh, thanks for coming on. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Yeah, no problem. And uh, so uh, what could you tell us about your band Flames of Fury and how did it first get started? Uh, yeah, um, Flames of Fury is a melodic, heavy slash power metal band. It started back in 2009 with myself and my lead guitarist, Jason Perez. And uh, we got started. We just started working on a bunch of cool music. And then we saw, hey, let's let's make a band out of this. And Flames of Fury was born. So. And like, uh, how would you describe your band's sound and like how has it developed over the years? I like to say it's a nuclear explosion. <laughs> but um, yeah, um, our band sounds pretty crazy. I mean, it's kind of eclectic in a way, but... It's very strict to harmonies and melodies. Um, you know, it's, it's a type of music that anybody can really get into. Um, I mean, it's, it's very it's very metal. It's unmistakably metal, but it's also extremely melodic. Like somebody who's into pop music might also be interested in this style. And I actually sing. I don't actually scream into a microphone. Not that there's anything wrong with screaming, but I just don't do it. Uh, unless you count the cra- occasional uh, banshee screams, you know, yeah! Well, <laughs> but, um... You know, outside of that, it's it's pretty melodic and it's it's something everybody can get into. And um, <clears throat> as far as the uh, sound is concerned, as it's developed over the years, we have like um, an interesting sound where our earlier music is, you know, it, it's very melodic. It's got that, you know, that very anthemic theme to it. And it still does. It, that's still very prevalent. But at the same time, I guess as I progressed as a musician, especially within the metal community, I've gotten much more aggressive and, you know, I just crave a little bit more of like a little thrash mixed in with my music, a little bit more he- of a heavy sound, um, you know, extreme tribute to Sabbath and also Maiden, things like of that nature. And then uh, a couple of our songs are also a little darker and more sinister in uh, nature. You can hear like even black metal influences in the background occasionally. So, but yeah, you know, it's it's been a crazy roller coaster ride and I love it. And uh like, what's the latest news with your band as far as uh, gigs and recordings? Okay, uh, gigs. Uh, we have actually two shows um, coming up in June. In fact, let me just take a look at my calendar and make sure I've got all that stuff. Um, we're doing a show June 7th, actually, in Queens. And June 27th, we're doing the Flight of Valkyries excuse me, Flight of the Valkyries Festival in Baltimore, Maryland. And uh, we actually played there back in 2011 and it, it was such a blast uh the fire valkyries five and uh we showed we actually were pretty early um that was really when we were starting out and it was a lot of fun and you know a lot of people just you know, have been asking for us to come back all this time and so you know we've been dying to go back there and now we finally do so and it's in the summertime so i'm really looking forward to that and um regarding um other news um just this past saturday we uh, released uh, a YouTube link of a cover song that we're working on. I don't know if you're familiar with uh, the new David Hasselhoff, uh, Kung Fury song, True Survivor. Well, we just released a cover of uh, True Survivor. So we, we, we really kind of connected with it. And, uh, you know, it was just such an awesome, like, ridiculously crazy song. We had to cover it. And we never do any covers. That's the first time we've ever done a cover of any recordings and so we had to do it and you know i had a blast doing it we just concentrated an entire week you know 
every day I'm going into the studio singing and going crazy with these crazy lyrics and stuff. And, you know, it was a lot of fun. I, I really enjoyed it. And uh, so, like, what what can you tell us about uh, yourself and, like, how did you first get uh, become interested in music? Um, I've always been interested in music. I mean, for as long as I can remember, since I was three years old, my earliest memories, um, you know, my family, you know, has always been into music and uh, especially dance. Um, but I'm one of the few people that can actually sing, um, although I was really shy when I was a kid. In fact, um, I was so shy that uh, I used to pretend I couldn't sing just to blend in. <laughs> but um, I've always loved music. I've always connected with music and different types of music um, all through my life. And um uh, it's been a crazy journey how I got into particularly uh, metal um, later on. Uh, I mean, this band started in uh, 2009. And, uh, you know, it's metal has been something I've always connected to since I was uh, in high school and stuff. And, you know, I've had people tell me that, you know, you really can't sing metal. You're a chick. You know, oh, you're going to ruin the song. What are you doing I'm trying to sing Metallica? I've had all that bullshit. And it took a long time for me to just kind of push that mentality aside say why not why the fuck not i mean really you know it took a while for me to take some time and uh tell myself listen there's absolutely no reason why i couldn't sing in a metal band and uh in heavy metal i mean it's um why can't i sing metallica i mean there's really no reason why i can't sing metallica uh, why can't I sing Maiden? I mean, Bruce Dickinson, he's got these soaring high melodies that, that perfectly fit in my range. Why couldn't I sing like that? There is no reason for me not to. And it's something I've always wanted to do and something I've always loved to do. And, you know, that's how I got into this. So, you know, just it's it's a labor of love when you're in a band like this. It's just something you got to do, you know. So, like, were there other styles you experimented with before metal or? Uh... Uh, well, when I first started singing, I was... Uh, um, officially, um, as far as my training is concerned, when I was 14, I was in high school and I joined a choir and, um, you know, I was in classes for choirs and I constantly got the solos. Um, I was singing classical music. Um, when I was in college, I actually studied music performance at Concordia College for two years. And there I was um, studying how to sing opera and uh, oratorios and uh, art songs and, and singing in a choir as well. And I, I learned a lot from being there for two years. And I was also in the jazz band there. Um, so I have that, that kind of flexibility in my voice, at least I like to think so. So yeah, you know, and then I was in a rock band shortly before Flames of Fury, um, though just pretty cool. You know, it's that, I mean, they kind of tie in a little bit rock and metal. You know, obviously you have a lot of fans that are into rock. They're also into metal and vice versa, you know, but you know, I really wanted to kind of take it to the edge and take it to the limit. Like uh, one of my songs, take it to the limit, you know? So. And are like some of your old influences like still in uh, your newer music or? I mean, um, perhaps. I mean, I'm not a symphonic metal singer like, uh, you know, like uh, Tarja or Flor Jensen from Nightwish, although I love uh, both their voices. They really sound wonderful. But it's, it's really not present in this style of music. But a lot of the uh, the training that I've had. I definitely had to use nowadays. I mean, being able to sing this style is, is not easy. I mean, some of the, the music I'm singing, you know, requires me to hit some high notes and hold them out for long periods of time. And it takes a lot of uh, physical training to be able to do that. So. And uh, you talked a little bit like about this, like what has uh, been like your experience uh, being a female in the metal scene? 
for the most part, believe it or not, it's actually been really positive once I just went into it. Um, when I was younger, I mean, a lot of my peers are also metalheads. I, you know, they were more, I guess, lis- listening to more like thrash and stuff. And, you know, I would listen to something like Metallica and then I would start to sing along. They're like, what the fuck are you doing? You're ruining the song. Chicks can't do this. No, no, no. And I guess I had let that sink in back when I was a teenager and stuff. And I didn't even, you know, try unless it was Nightwish and it was like operatic. And it was like, I felt like it was kind of stuck in that bubble for a while. But then once I actually got into this music and kind of shook that out, like just shook off that mentality, you know, people embrace me with open arms. I mean, I actually have, you know, I've been incredibly, uh, I don't like to say the word blessed because it's kind of metal, you know, it's not very metal. But in a way, I have been maybe blessed by Ronnie James Dio (laughs) in a weird way. But um, that uh, so many people have just come out and not only, you know, have been, really into my music and been supportive of me and uh, have been coming to my shows, but also been like helping me out and promoting my shows and promoting, you know, my music and telling their friends and stuff. And it's, you know, it's, it's actually really awesome um, nowadays. So, you know, that whole mentality was just kind of, I guess it was, you know, mostly bullshit, (laughs) but um, yeah, I mean, you know, you'll hear a lot of mixed influence, um, mixed uh, opinions, for the most part in my case, it's been really, so far, a great ride. Um, you know, being a female hasn't really affected me that dramatically. Um, it, it does kind of honestly help as far as uh, promotions. A lot of people are really, it seems that um, female-fronted metal has become a subgenre in and of itself, where um, people f- follow uh, metal bands with female singers in them specifically even though the different bands aren't um the same in in genre they'll still follow that which is kind of cool but at the same time i don't want to be stuffed into a bubble of all these other women just because we're all women i mean i don't sound anything like arch enemy you know uh, there's a lot of other uh, female fronted acts that you know are really awesome but i don't sound anything like them you know i don't sound anything like nightwish or you know any any of those symphonic metal bands i'm not a black metal band you know we just don't sound like that so it's a little odd to be put into that same category with a bunch of women, which are awesome in their own rights, but I don't sound anything like them. But at the same time, I'm not complaining just because it's another way for um, the community to continue to grow. So, like, uh, do you wish, like, there were more women in metal at this point or do you feel like there's a lot like uh, a lot of them in bands now or? Um... Um, I guess percentage wise. I read this somewhere that, um, you know, I, w- do I want more women in metal? Absolutely. But um, percentage-wise, I think it hasn't really changed. Um, the amount of metal bands that have been surfacing has, you know, increased exponentially. And as a result, there are a lot more female um, singers and female um, musicians in general joining bands. But as for the ratio of women to men, it's still about the same. It's just that there's a lot more of us. You know, so would I like to see more women in metal? Absolutely. You know, definitely. It'd be great. It'd be great to see more of us coming out there and, you know, kind of shaking off that same vibe that I had when I was a teenager. And, you know, just go at it. Have no fear, you know, and show no mercy. Damn it. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, what can you say about the music video for the song No Mercy? And uh, what was your experience like recording it? Uh, recording was really awesome. 
Uh, no Mercy was actually written by Jason Perez. He wrote the lyrics and wrote the music for that song. And uh, when he showed it to me, um, it was really interesting where the inspiration came from, and I connected with it instantaneously. And it had to do with um, this uh, college student um, at the time that actually uh, committed suicide. I think maybe you heard about the story where uh, he jumped off, I think, the George Washington Bridge. And not because of traffic, uh, although I kind of felt like with that this morning. <laughs> but um, he jumped off George Washington Bridge because uh, he was being bullied um, by one of his uh, class. Uh, I guess his um, his roommate um, was bullying him, and him and his classmates were bullying him, and he couldn't take it anymore. And the poor kid uh, killed himself, and it's it's a horrible, horrible story. And but you know there was a lot of uh, different mixed opinions on the topic on on bullying and, and, you know, raised awareness about bullying, which is good. But um, our our view on the matter was that really what he should have done is stood up for himself and show these guys no mercy and, you know, maybe get his friends on board. Like, listen, this, this guy's bullying me. And uh, I think they were bullying him because he, he was gay. And he's like, listen, get all of your gay friends together and kick their asses. Like, this is not acceptable. This is bullshit. You know, how the hell are you going to just throw your life away for some assholes, some idiots that are pushing you around? Push back, you know, show no mercy. You know, and that's that's really what that song is about, no mercy, you know. And um, you'll see that in the video that um, you see a, this kid in, in a college, actually, in Jersey, too. And, um, you know, he's being pushed around by this guy and, and, you know, his friends and stuff. And, you know, and what what's happening and throughout the video is this kid's just constantly being bullied left and right he just can't seem to get away from it and get away from him and eventually he gets to that point that that he just can't take it anymore and he clocks him <laughs> it's awesome it was it was absolutely glorious he just freaking clocks the guy and it's like okay you know he he turns a leaf and he, he shows him what's what and uh so, like, what have uh, been some of your favorite experiences playing shows, and like, what have been some of your favorite places to play? Favorite experiences, um, man, we've had a lot of great experiences over the years. It's it's kind of hard to really say. I mean, I don't know how many shows we've done so far. I mean, quite a few. But um, some of my favorite places have been uh, in the city, like BB uh, Kings. Uh, um, we played with uh, Doro Pesh there, and we actually played with Doro again in Gramsci Theater. And, and uh, you know, Doro's wonderful, and she's she's such a sweetheart. She's she's a really kind soul inside and out. And it's great playing with her, but it's also great playing, you know, to her fans because it's just some of the most positive, you know, vibe, just really awesome vibes from these people, you know. And you 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 get the idea of a stereotypical metalhead. They're like all, you know, arms crossed over the chest and are just like yeah fuck this shit these guys are like the coolest guys they're so enthusiastic they're up in front of the stage they got the horns up in the air and it's just it's it's really awesome to see that enthusiasm um i would say another really cool moment was actual fly of the valkyries back in um to, uh, 2011 i believe and you know we went down to baltimore and we're thinking you know everybody knows us in new york city they know us in jersey they know us in long island you know we don't know anybody out in baltimore you know, so we we're trying to promote to everybody online and stuff. And we get down there and, you know, we just kind of blow everyone away. And it's like I get off the stage and everybody's asking me for my album. And all I brought at the time were a couple of demos that, I, you know, I recorded onto CDs myself, little three song demos. And I brought as many as I could put in my tiny little backpack purse, which was maybe about 15 or 17. And I sold all of them within like a 20 minute time span. And I couldn't believe it. It was just like, whoa, you know, here you go from, 
uh, culture in New York City where you're kind of like, all right, it's another band, one of, I don't know, 200. Okay, maybe I'll get their album on the way out or maybe not. And you go down to Baltimore and you have people that come from hundreds of miles away just to check out a metal show and check out, you know, a bunch of female fronted metal acts. And they're just swapping up my album. I'm literally like, just, okay, I can't get them out fast enough. It's like, holy, holy shit. I don't know what to do here. And it was just really awesome. Like, and, and these, the same people have been following me ever since, which is why I'm so excited to go down there um, in June, because, you know, I want to see everybody again. And it's just like, it's, it's kind of like formed like a small heavy metal family in a weird way. And, you know, I, I'm so looking forward to that. That was just so great. And uh, so, so you're saying like, uh, like overall, it's been easy promoting yourself. Like, or... has it been easy? Uh, <laughs> no. I mean, um, it's really just a matter of, I guess, being tenacious and um, just keep, you know, persevering and keep going out there, you know, giving out flyers and, you know. Social media has made it significantly easier, I'm sure. You know, everyone's aware nowadays, Facebook, and, you know, we do have Twitter, and, uh, you know, we have the website and stuff like that. And that significantly helps to get the word out to everybody and uh, and whatnot. But at the same time, I think one of the best things that works for me personally, especially in New York City, is actually physically going to shows and just cold introducing myself to total strangers like hi my name's angelica vargas i'm the lead singer flames of fury i give out a card say this is my band it's heavy melodic power metal um take a listen when you get a chance if you like it come to a show and just keep saying that to people over and over and over and basically just selling myself and selling my band you know for years and years and um is it easy no no, every once in a while you get some people like, ah, whatever. And, you know, you get some people that are just assholes. Yeah, okay, you know, that's like maybe the 5%. But then you get some really cool people that you talk to, and then, you know, they listen to your music, then they email you later on Facebook or whatever, and they're just like, holy shit, this is so cool. And they talk to their friends about it. And that's what keeps me going, you know. When you get that enthusiasm from people, you know you did something right. You, def- you know that it's speaking to somebody out there, that your lyrics are coming out to these people, the music speaking to them, and you just keep on going. You just can't stop, you know? And uh, how would you describe uh, the lyrics of your band? The vast majority of the lyrics are pretty empowering. Um, I mean, let's take a look at the EP, for instance. Uh, we released a five-song EP in uh, 2013. Um, the first track is Take It to the Limit, and it's basically about, you know, hitting the ground running, you know, never let them see you coming and taking your life to the limit and, you know, pushing everything out of the way to do what you got to do. Um, you know, other songs like No Mercy are a little more aggressive, but, you know, again, it's about, you know, it's basically about beating up the bullies, like showing no mercy and, uh, you know, kicking some ass along the way. Um, some of our lyrics like I Burn are a little darker in nature. It's about demonic possession so, you know, the most uh, direct way to say that song is about demonic possession. And, you know, it's it's a quest for power, actually. it's a, That's what really the song is about. It's this quest for, you know, I burn, let the flames take over me. And, you know, you're willing to, to burn for your desires, for what you want in your own life. So, believe it or not, actually, a lot of my lyrics are, there's a, there's a positivity kind of hidden within, even though they're still very metal. You know, uh, we worked on a song more recently it's called uh soul survivors and um the lyrics were inspired by the fact that uh 
we did a song with um, did a show with this band Primal Fear. Um, they're these crazy uh, German metalheads, uh, and they're you know they've been around for a long time, and they they sound absolutely wonderful. And um, they come, to, you know, they do shows like in front of like 10,000, 20,000 people out in Europe and in South America and all these other places. Come to the United States and there's like maybe you know, 200 people, 300 people they're playing in front of. And it's like, you know, here we are. We're the sole survivors. And the song's about, you know, heavy metal standing strong here. And, you know, we just have to keep that flame burning. So, you know, that, that's a general theme. It's kind of like kicking ass within your own life and kicking ass and keeping metal alive. And, like, uh, how would you describe the songwriting process for your band? And, like, how long does it take to come up with new material? Uh, it's on a case-by-case basis. Um, the songwriting process usually starts out with either myself or Jason having some lyrics in mind. And um, sometimes um, we can come up with a melody instantaneously. Sometimes he comes up, most of the time, he comes up with music immediately, and I'll come up with a, melo- uh, a vocal melody right immediately after that uh sometimes we'll work on a song together we'll take um we'll take uh, some music that he worked on in the past and he wants to incorporate into a song and so we'll sit there and write out lyrics we have a few songs like that um but most of the time i'll write out some lyrics that, that just kind of come out of thin air usually just kind of like it's like being hit inside of the head whoa lyrics okay get out that pen and paper i actually still use pen and paper i don't really use a computer it's kind of weird but for some reason there's something that happens. There's some kind of magic that happens when I actually put, you know, pick up a pen and apply it to paper and start writing. They just seem to the lyrics start writing themselves in a weird way. So, so most of the time I'll write out some lyrics, send them over to Jason. Say, hey, this might make us a good song. Sometimes he digs it. Sometimes he doesn't. Most of the time he does. He's like, hey, I think I got something. I got dun 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 dun. I'm like, okay, this could be cool. And then you know I'll try to come up with different melodies that might work with it. And it's it's a pretty cool process. And uh, do you have any new songs in the works? And if so, how do they differ from your uh, past material? We have uh, quite a few songs, actually, in the works. Um, I was talking about this song, Soul Survivors, which we haven't played yet. We haven't released it. And I don't think anybody's actually heard it yet. And uh, one of the things that's really different about that song is there's a lot of instrumentation. There's a little more... um, like uh, synthesizers and choral works in the background and stuff like that, and yeah, the 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 instrumentation is like so different. It's a it's a very anthemic like dun 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 dun, dun. you know it's really super anthemic and uh, crazy like that, and you know it's really uplifting. So I would say that that really makes things different. Another song we're working on uh, called The Prince. Uh, it's a polar opposite of that. It's actually extremely dark, and uh, you know it has these kind of like a black metal theme in the background. It has a lot of instrumentation, like a lot of synthesizers, once again, being used. Um, how it differs is um, people that are, those of you who are familiar with a lot of our songs, most of it is very uh, basic, um, you know, two guitarists, one bass, you know, drums, vocals, that's it. You know, we don't, you know, we usually don't dress up our songs all that crazy, you know. Um, I Burn has, like, uh, the... Um, uh, lyrics of the Satanic Bible written backwards, but beyond that, it's pretty straightforward metal. Um, a lot of our newer music, however, is going to have a lot more, um, you know, a lot more additions of uh, various instrumentation involved. So uh, you expect to see a lot of that coming down the pipeline. So, uh, do you have any other passions besides music? And if so, is it hard to make time for them while still uh, staying dedicated to the band? Uh, yes. Um, one of the things that actually kind of stands out also in my um, 
in in my stage persona, one of my extracurricular activities is uh, martial arts. Um, I've been studying uh, various martial arts since I was in high school, around the same time they got into metal. So they're almost kind of tie in together. And um, I got into just basic uh, Shotokan karate when I was um, a teenager. I made it up to brown belt. Then I graduated high school. It was a karate club, believe it or not. They had a karate club in our school. And then after high school, I went to college and I just kind of picked up a couple of different arts from other people like uh, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, Old Chance Tai Chi, um, various ground fighting techniques, things like that. And then um, I ended up going to a school um, that had a Taekwondo team. So I started taking Taekwondo for a while and uh, competing in that. Around that same time, I was taking um, an Okinawan style karate, uh, Shorunru karate. So I kind of dig that. And uh, I actually really connected with that a lot. Uh, fast forwarding to today, now I'm studying another Okinawan style, which borrows a lot from Shorunru called Ishinru karate. And uh, it also inc- incorporates a lot of uh, weapons training. So that's kind of neat. And, um, you know, they have uh, Kobudo and uh, uh, sword fighting techniques that, you know, I've been studying periodically. But it, it, it can be challenging, you know, doing shows and, you know, staying up and doing the headlining acts and coming home at two in the morning only to try to wake up the, the next day to try to go into the go into the dojo and work out. So, yeah, it's definitely challenging to make the time. Um, every once in a while, you know, it's, it's something that's never going to leave me. It's, it's kind of like very similar to metal. It's one of those things. I just, I, I can't stop doing it. If I stop doing karate, I don't feel right. Uh, physically, I don't feel right. I mean, I, you know, I get a workout out of it, obviously. And no matter how tired I am, I end up going in there and I always leave more energy than when I started. doesn't make any sense. Somehow more energy has been created while being in that dojo. Maybe it's some kind of magic Okinawan <laughs> voodoo of sorts going on in there, but somehow I leave with more energy than I started. So, you know, I always kind of use that to drive me to get in there and focus on that. And it, it helps out my performance as well. So that's one thing. And uh, what can you say about your stage name, uh, Angelica Valkyrie, and what made you like uh, decide on that? Okay, um, Angelica is my name, so uh, I was born with that. Can't say anything about that. But um, Valkyrie obviously is from uh, Norse, Norse mythology. Uh, they're the angels of Norse mythology, as far as I'm concerned. They, uh, but they carry the uh, slain men, the men that have died in battle, a uh, heroic battle, and uh, they take them off to their version of uh, heaven and uh, Valhalla, and they they're fed uh, mead for the rest of eternity. <laughs> so, which is kind of cool. And uh, so I kind of connected with the Valkyrie within Nordic mythology. And I thought that was a lot more metal than just angels. But um, I always, you know, stuck with my name, Angelica. You know, it's something I can never, it's my name. Um, people call me Angie, too. A lot of my friends call me Angie, straightforward. But, um, yeah, I figure Angelica, Valkyrie, angels, badass angels, combine <laughs> together, and that's what I got. Is that a, Does that tie into the flight of the Valkyries at all? or the... uh, No, it actually... Um, Surprisingly, no, there's no relation to that. Um, I just happened to have that before uh, Flight of the Valkyries and then, you know, got the invite for the festival back back then. So there's no relation. Um, so, like, what's the ultimate uh, goal with your music? To take it to the limit. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, we want to go as far as humanly possible. I mean... You know, I'm going to keep doing this for as long as I can, and as long as uh, I'm able to sing, I don't think I could ever stop 
singing and stop performing and stop doing music. Um, but yeah, our ultimate goal is uh, to one day just blow the hell up and keep working on new material, keep doing shooting out some new music videos, and keep giving the fans exactly what they want, more of us, more, more music, and more fury. Um, I definitely want to keep going in that trajectory of, uh, you know, getting a little more badass with the metal, a little more aggressive and, you know, things of that nature as we've been progressing. But, uh, yeah, you know, we want to just take that to the limit as far as it'll go. And uh, are there any other projects you think you'll work on in the future? Or will this, like, be the main one? Yeah, yeah, this is my primary focus. I'm not looking to go into anything else at the moment. Uh, it's just too time-consuming. There's no way. Uh, you really have to, when you're in a band like this, you really have to commit 110%. There's there's no way you can make time for anything else. So uh, what's your overall opinion of the metal scene on the East Coast? Do you feel there's a lot of good bands out here? Or? Oh, yeah. Yeah, quite a few. Um, there's definitely, um, I'm seeing a lot more of uh, a few female-fronted bands like uh, Mind Maze and Sound of Thunder coming aboard. And, um, you know, there's, there's definitely that going on. Um, within New York City, like some of my friends in uh, German Mad, they got this crazy, crazy live show going on in addition to some really heavy metal, um, which I'm really digging. And I mean, there's so many bands. Uh, another band, Fate Breaks Dawn. These guys are they're phenomenal. Um, Mike from that band, his vocals are just, you know, mind blowingly awesome. Um, but yeah, you'll be surprised. I mean, you come down to New York City, there's so many really talented acts out here. It's, it's amazing, you know. So uh, do you have any advice for, like, uh, other upcoming bands out there? Advice for upcoming bands. Um, be prepared to put everything you have into this. I mean everything. You know, time, money, a lot of, you know, a lot of sacrifices that you don't realize, you know, you'd have to make will end up being made if you want to keep going in this in this direction. So just be prepared. If you're really committing to get into metal or in, into music, I think in general, you're bound to make a lot of sacrifices along the way. And it's going to differ from case by case, from person to person, band to band. But the one thing I've seen that's very consistent throughout is that this is a very difficult industry to get into. And it's, it's a lot of, uh, it's a labor of love. It takes a lot of time, a lot of dedication, and, uh, you know, you're going to see a lot of bullshit. Um, but that's just, it's what you love to do. If you, this is really what you want to do. If this is what you love to do. Then be prepared. It's a long, ACDC said it best. It's a long way to the top. You want to rock and roll. And uh, they're, they're very, they're definitely true on that one. So uh, any final thoughts or things you'd like to say? Uh, yeah. Um, if you're interested in checking us out, I mean, well, you can check out our website at uh, www.flamesoffury.com. Uh, we also got our Facebook, facebook.com slash flamesoffury. We got our YouTube page. Just put in Flames of Fury. It'll connect you to your YouTube page. We got a Twitter. Um, but, uh, yeah, you know, just do what you got to do out there. Take it to the limit. And I hope you dig our music. All right, well, uh, that does it for this episode of uh, BSing with Sean Kay. I'd like to thank my guest, uh, Angie, for coming on. Thank you. Thank you so much, Sean. Yeah, no problem. And, uh, yeah, so I should have more episodes coming soon, so uh, stay tuned. Awesome.